Welcome to the New Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Nickel. Hello and welcome. I'm glad you're here. I hope you had a good day at work. There are so many things I have been thinking about and wanting to share with you and I will be honest, sometimes it can be difficult to know where to start because so many of these ideas and concepts are connected and what tends to happen with me is like a concept will arise either in my own life or in my clients and my students' lives and I start to see it presented in multiple ways across different venues (laughs) so I feel like I get this this really intense and multifaceted experience and perception of a concept and I get to talk with my clients and coach them as it arises in their lives and I notice how it arises in my own life and I'm always thinking about you like I'm always thinking How can I distill this and organize this so I can offer it one word at a time to you? Because that is what this podcast is about. That's why I created it, to have this place that you can access, that my students can access. And um, I just want you to know that. So if, if you ever wonder... You know, what is her publishing schedule? (laughs) The answer is, it is variable. Um, And, you know, the other thing that's been very up for me lately, and part of this connects with the idea of value, which we've talked about in the past, and how how it's really important that you have great clarity and tremendous respect for your value even when, especially when, you're not necessarily being recognized for it or having it reflected back to you. And one of the things that I see in how this shows up with so many of my clients is they will begin to outgrow the role that they're in or they will begin to outgrow the company that they are in and they start to realize that the value that they are bringing now as they have grown over the period of time that they've been there, they'll start to realize they no longer really fit and the value they bring may not be recognized by their boss or by their colleagues because when they were initially hired into that role, it it was for a specific dimension of value and now they have expanded and grown and they have more value that they want to bring. But the role hasn't grown with them. The company may not have grown with them. Their boss or their supervisor may not have grown with them. And so they might, you know, might actually resist that. You know, I've had clients who say, I've got these great performance reviews and I perform really well. And my boss, you know, really loves me and, you know, the work that I do. But I can't seem to get promoted. And sometimes, the reason is because it's so much easier for your boss to keep you where you are. Because if they promote you, then they have to find someone 
to come and do that role. They might have to hire somebody or train somebody. And as humans, we're very averse to loss. So if there's a perceived loss, then we're going to resist it. So it, it, you know, it might be true. And in, in this case with this one client, this realization of, oh, the reason I'm not getting promoted isn't because I'm not good enough. It's because it's too convenient for my boss to keep me. And it would be inconvenient and it would require all this extra time for them to get somebody in. And so that's when we start, you know, coaching and talking on what is the conversation that you want to start having? How do you want to begin to make it easier to hand off what you do to somebody else? Like you want to hold on to your sense of value and your sense of direction and what you want next and realize that even though your boss might respect you and the organization might be a wonderful organization, there are still some really human ways that we function that can get in the way of what you want next and your progression. And it's it doesn't even have to be something personal. It's not like they have a, a you know a person it, it'll feel personal, right? Because it's your life. <laughs> but it's not necessarily personal. If anything, you know, it comes from the fact that this person is not thinking of you in an intentional way. They're thinking about themselves in an intentional way. So coming back to this idea of value, um, one of the things that I love to do is crossword puzzles, Uh, but I only do them with my boyfriend because it's a lot more fun (laughs) to do them together. And he and I, I have learned as we've been together, our brains work in different kinds of ways. We also have different knowledge bases, which is part of what makes doing collaborative crosswords really fun is that we bring all this different complementary knowledge and trivia to the puzzle. But one thing that he's commented upon (laughs) and that sometimes comes up when we play is I'm a very lateral thinker. I think relationally, I think in terms of like, like familiarity, and it doesn't always make sense on like with the clue, like here's the clue, but I'm not even reading the clue. I'm looking at what are the letters we already have. And my brain is looking for all the different words that might fit with that. So he is a little bit the opposite. He hones in on the clue. He registers very quickly the tense, the part of speech. Like he really very quickly can understand the call of the clue and gets very narrow very fast and I go very broad and very um, connective and very relational. So I'm a very effective lateral thinker (laughs) and that's also one of the reasons why we're really good together and why we do crossword puzzles really well is I will start free associating these absurd things and that will also help him to hone in on what the clue might be, what what the answer to the clue might be. And one of the things that's shown up for me also in the work that I do is I had um, someone else that I work with recently 
express appreciation for my ability to connect the dots and see relationships between systems and between like different forces that are moving within the business or within the team um, that he you know he would not have necessarily seen like they weren't obvious to him because he was seeing things in a different way now what all this has to do with you is that it's really easy to overlook our own strengths like for me being a lateral thinker who sees things on kind of this meta level and is always looking for relationships and connectivity and and kind of references or echoes across different concepts I don't necessarily realize that other people don't see the world that way or process that way that's just something that comes easily for me and for you there will be things that come easily for you that you won't necessarily realize are of value and especially this gets super tricky if you are working in an environment or working with people who don't necessarily recognize the value of that so you're going to be you're going to hear different opinions about you and the way that you think, the way that you problem solve, the way that you see things. And what I want to offer is that it's it's like very subjective, right? Like it really is not necessarily like like someone could look at the way that I think about things and say, "Oh, like she's very scatterbrained." Or, "Oh, she doesn't you know, pay attention to detail and have a very, um, you know, like she's not very focused. But somebody else, right, like my boyfriend when we're doing crossword puzzles or this colleague of mine in the workplace can see that exact same behavior and see the value in it. And this can make all the difference because as a human, we tend to really listen and give a lot of weight to the opinions of others especially when we think that they are holding an opinion about us and i have seen so many people who it's like their their sense of confidence just dissolves because they are surrounded by people who do not see the value and they themselves start to believe the opinions of others And this is something a lot of us just grew up with, was believing that the opinions of others were more valid or that we had to defer to them because they were in positions of authority. But what I want to invite you into is the awareness that you can see and really hold with tremendous clarity and respect your own value even when you might not see it reflected. It might simply be a sign that the value that you bring isn't being recognized. So maybe it's time to look for a new role. Maybe it's time to look for a new organization. It's okay to have outgrown roles and places. It also could point to it it might be time to bring more of your voice and your language to communicating and conveying that value if you can see and respect yourself and what you bring that goes a long way to helping other people see that as well and you know one of the 
examples I go to a lot because I feel like it's just so evident is that in the legal profession, you know, you have billable hours and it's a number of hours and we're going to track them and we want to bill them. And it's really easy to get uh, a very narrow perspective of that being your value because it's literally tied to a dollar sign. But there is this other dimension of what creates value within the legal profession. And that is about the relationships that you build, your ability to de-escalate a client, your ability to work collaboratively, your ability to maintain your own sense of groundedness and not get reactive and caught up in the drama and the noise around you because there will be plenty of both but all of that value it might be kind of invisible it might not be what is officially um, measured in performance reviews but it is so powerful and it is so important and this is where when you think of yourself in your career and the stage that you're at as a leader You know, leadership is about how you make decisions. Leadership is a choice. And one of the most powerful choices you can make as a leader is with respect to choosing to acknowledge and to respect your own value, no matter what you're seeing reflected. Now, my guess is that, you know, some of you will be concerned Well, what if I get an inflated sense of myself? What if my ego gets really big? What if I end up, uh, you know, having blind spots and and I don't actually see where I need to improve? What I want (laughs) to offer is that everybody has blind spots. (laughs) We all do, right? This is an ongoing journey of understanding yourself. So don't ever feel like, if I, if I release my sense of value, I won't have blind spots. No, you, you, you will have them too. They'll just be different. So that's going to be true regardless. But also, you know, what I often see is the people who are most, um, you know, concerned about, like, what does it mean if I really hold my own value? Does this mean I will have this inflated sense of self? The truth is maybe, and maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe you taking up more space is a good thing. Maybe it's time to take up a bit more space. And that can feel scary. That's a very bold statement. But I think it's one that is really valuable to reflect upon and to consider. Because what I see in it, and and one of the things that I care a lot about in the work that I do, is helping you and helping my clients and my students to really begin to understand the value that you bring to take up more space to step up into a more expansive leadership role to continue to grow and i don't know about you but what i have seen a lot of is especially when you have not come from a place where your value was clearly recognized. 
So if you're the only one like you at the table, or you're the only one with your kind of career background, or you're the only one who, you know, didn't grow up in the same town that everybody else is in, like that sense of, of being a little bit different or of being not necessarily sure if you feel like you fit in and needing to cover for that or needing to code switch or needing to kind of keep your true sense of self a little bit under the radar, that is a very valid coping strategy that we learn when we're young. But as you move into these greater realms of opportunity and responsibility and growth, there comes a time where we reflect and we start to make new choices about how to show up and how to be of service and how to influence our teams, our organizations, how we show up for our clients, how we show up for ourselves in the world that we are creating through the work that we're doing. (laughs) Did I mention I'm a lateral thinker? (laughs) There's so many pieces that connect. So I want to invite you to think about what it means to really rest in your own internal sense of value. And if you notice yourself trying to keep yourself small because you think that's what is appropriate or that's what is safe, I would question you on that. Like, where is that coming from? Is that still true? And as you continue to grow, did you really come this far to play small? I don't think so. I think you came here to expand and to grow and to use your gifts in service of others. So those are some thoughts that I wanted to share with you today. There will be more. There's so much more for us to talk about. (laughs) But this is where we're going to end for the moment. So thank you so much for listening. It is a real treat to have you here. And I look forward to our next episode got so much planned. We'll talk again later. Have a great day. Bye. Do you want personal confidential help with your situation at work? I offer one-on-one coaching and can help you overcome challenges, reach your goals, and become a more effective leader. To schedule a consult, go to my website, kimnickel.com slash coaching, and we'll schedule time to talk about what's going on with you and how I can help. Talk to you soon.